Hello, is this thing on? Welcome to episode number five. Five is the jive. Because five. I have to podcast. We're living, <laughs> living your... <laughs> we haven't even been drinking. We're living your dharma. Living your life stream is the only option. Heyo. Can I get an amen? I'm Julie Slater. I'm Jason Friday. And on this episode, we've got gratitude is the attitude. I what, like it. What if 2020 was a great year. What if? Wow. What if we looked back at the year and only saw the positives? I mean, that's a pretty positive outlook to have. Let's let's dive in, shall we? Yeah, yeah. So many people are saying to themselves, like, what a shit show this year is. I can't wait for 2020 to be over. I hate to break it, everybody, but when January 1 hits, we still here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're still you. I'm still me. Right. We still got to get through it. January 1. Yes. It's everything has changed. Oh, wait. (laughs) You know how they say when you think to yourself, wow, I'll be happy when this happens, this happens. I'll be happy when COVID's over. Well, what if you dug deep? And got happy now. Right. It is possible. It's the whole thing of maybe what if I am going to be happy tomorrow? Or what if you're happy today? What if I'm happy today? What if I'm going to be happy in about two seconds? For some time, I've been, although I have to say, I've been a little lax recently, but I have a gratitude journal and I write out 10 things. I started writing every day three wins for the day. And then I write 10 things that I'm grateful for. That's a, I mean, you know, and also you wonder how many people even think about that, you know, do, do, are you thinking about what few things I've had wins on today? What things I'm grateful for? Maybe you haven't and that's okay. But you always can be grateful for being alive. That's one. There, I just helped you with one. There you go. Two, (laughs) you got a roof over your head. Hey. I see even a lot of people with no roofs on their heads, <laughs> over their heads. Even the sky me. is a roof. <laughs> That's you're right. still alive. It's a little chilly, but yeah, you're right. I see some nice tents out there. I've seen the best looking <laughs> tents I've ever seen. Oh my god! Is that there's wrong? A guy, there's a guy that built a, a mansion in like a, the center, the the medium of of a busy uh, street. I mean, it, it is looks kind like of a strange. Castle. Like in our neighborhood, we definitely have a lot more tents and uh, homeless people. But I, I will yeah. say they're getting super creative and Very. finding really nice tents. I don't know what happened on Wilshire. There used to be this huge, huge tent with like a roof and extra stuff going on. But I, I think it's been missing. So I don't know. Maybe they had to move. Yeah, it may have been. Well, so the purpose of the podcast, of course, it's Thanksgiving week. Yep. A lot of us are not going to be able to see our families or get together with friends because of COVID and now new restrictions in Los Angeles. So far, uh, I know tomorrow they're stopping um, outdoor eating. I believe there's curfews in effect, but that's 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. So it's not the same Thanksgiving. Right. But you could still be thankful for something. I'm sure we could find something, right? Well, I feel like there's a lot of things that people should look back on as far as the positives of, you know, there are so many people who lived such a busy life that COVID kind of made them slow down. And I mean, it really changed a lot of people's plans and, and life. Like we have some friends, you know how we were talking about everyone 
has left Los Angeles. Yeah, People bye have bye. sold their houses, bought houses. Uh, one of our friends moved to an island off of Florida just for the hell of it because they're like, why should we spend all this money in Los Angeles? when everything's shut down. So, I mean, it is opening up, you know, if you really try and look at the positives, it's opening up opportunities for jobs. Now, you know, companies used to be really against remote work. And now everyone's saying, oh, wow, actually weird. People can still get their work done when they work remotely. So now people can choose wherever they want to live and sometimes still do the same job. That's a win. Yeah, that that is a win. And obviously it's a total different pace as well, but it's it's still it's it a requires positive. a lot of um comfortable clothing, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I wear? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Jason <laughs> often sits at his desk, which is in the living room, uh with just with underwear on. I mean yeah. one time no underwear. But yeah. yeah. Especially but never in those again. Hot <laughs> Again. Yeah, during the summer it was uh Cape nine out of ten. Brutal. We're on a second floor and uh can get pretty brutal in here. Yeah. It's a nineteen twenties building too, so the insulation is non existent. Gets uh gets brutal. Brutal in the summer and freezing cold in the winter. But looking back at twenty twenty for the two of us, well, my life didn't change that much because I was already working from home. I have a vocal booth at home and I do voice work. So I was already the the positive for me is some people were scrambling to get a studio at home in the voiceover world. And I already had a vocal booth and all my stuff set up. So that was a score. The downside yeah. of that is that now every voice person has a vocal booth at home. For I mean, you, but thank God. Thank God you real quick on the vocal booth. Yeah. Thank God that you got it towards the end of last year and it was all set up and good to go. Right. <laughs> for such a year. Because that would have been a lot of stress. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. And I'm sure things were backordered, you know, mics and all that, trying to get that equipment. Oh, yeah. Um, but on the flip side for you, why don't you tell the audience how COVID <laughs> maybe saved your life? Yeah, it's it's been it's been an interesting year. And, it, and I think it did uh, save my life because, uh, well, t okay, two things. And, and I guess I could go down this route, too. In January, uh, I had a mountain biking accident and fractured my ankle in two places in one on one bone uh and sprained and tore uh ligaments and tendons throughout the whole foot that was not fun that did not save me but that's pre-covid so you had some fun before i COVID had some hit. great great i had 60 days worth of greatness before covid hit you were and then wait you were quarantining before it was cool i that's right yeah you know what i did start the quarantine trend, didn't I? The quarantine boxer only trend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although it was a little chilly at that time. So I don't know if I was full on boxering it, but I was probably partial nude. But then, all right, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. So then COVID hit. So COVID comes along. Um, and because of COVID, I was let go from my job that I had for many 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 years but too many. yeah too many it, it was one of those things where i probably should have left years ago because it had it was just that time and that point for me to spread my wings and fly away but in a obviously covid's been you know not the greatest but to find something good out of it 
in a this is, I would say this is a blessing. It set you free. It set you free. It did. Absolutely it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting uh, how sometimes we can stay in jobs, maybe they're comfortable. It's weird how even a terrible job can feel comfortable and that it takes a certain thing. You know, a friend of mine, I, you know, I lost my big radio job. My gosh, is it almost five years coming up in January? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a friend said to me, sometimes the universe does something for you that you didn't have the courage to do yourself. And it's pretty, it's a pretty deep thought to think, you know, we do get comfortable. And sometimes these things, I think one of the hugest things with COVID is it got everyone out of their comfort zone. I mean, they had to reorganize their life. Trust me, I don't know what it's like to have kids and all of a sudden you have to homeschool them and you keep your job afloat. But it made everybody reprioritize their lives and perhaps look at what was really important. So true. So for you, you were set free. I really was. No, I mean, it literally... It it, it kind of just threw me off a cliff with these most with the most with a broken ankle <laughs> with, <laughs> with the broken ankle, but with the most beautiful angelic wings that I could soar with so easily. It's been an interesting year in so many different ways, and a lot of them, funny enough, positive. I mean, it also made me realize how much you know. I've always loved going to concerts. I always love traveling. I love seeing my family. And I COVID makes you realize how important all those things are. I mean, even watching, you know, one of my favorite artists is Phoebe Bridgers. Watching her, she played that. Um, oh, Red Rocks Amphitheater. Yeah. So she played Red Rocks with her band to no one because it's COVID times. But it was streamed online. You could watch it. And it really like, wow, it made me just really, really feel those feels of how much I miss live performances. Yeah. It kind of got a little emotional for a second because you're just like, oh, my God. Wow. Again, like you were just saying, it really does make you realize things or or just kind of take a step back and think about it. And all the change up that has that has to be done and take place. And even um, in September, we ended up taking a short little road trip and just getting out of the house. You know, we did it all very safely. We stayed at uh, hotels that were very safe, wore our yeah. masks, but getting out. And even then, we were able to eat at a couple of restaurants outside. It just felt great to really mix things up. So, I mean, that's really important. It was tough for the two of us during COVID because you had a broken ankle. So we couldn't even, I mean, think about that. For us, we couldn't even go on walks or hikes or go biking together (laughs) because he had a broken ankle. He couldn't even leave the house. I know at one point I had brought up maybe renting a... um, a wheelchair but you weren't really in i was like i'll push you we'll just we'll get out of the house come on grandpa let's go um yeah no i right yeah i mean i I he is walking now but but but, by the way you only started walking two months ago maybe two two or three months yeah i mean i I didn't walk i didn't walk for seven plus months this year yeah that's Um, and not a lot of people know about that just because I didn't really advertise it. I'm not sitting here like, hey, I'm healing yeah. well. Check out my how happy I am about me not being able to walk and in pain. And <laughs> it's like, well, what lesson was, do you think that gave you? They always boy, say we learn from everything. So what lesson? 
it made me it made me want to go on walks with you more often. <laughs> yeah, see, now I'm always like, "Hey, want to go for a walk?" You're like, oh, "I know." All the, right. I know. There's now just you're so like, many "Yes, times. I can walk." Yeah, man. What a process it's been to mentally, emotionally, physically, I mean everything. You don't realize, you know, I've never I've never really broken anything. I've definitely damaged myself. Uh, you know, throughout life from skateboarding or snowboarding or whatever. But man, this was next level, like, holy shit. Yeah, it, it was a it was definitely a life changing experience. And it does feel so good to be able to go on walks with you um, or to just walk in general. <laughs> I mean, I think about that sometimes with exercising. You know how often we all of us can be like, well, I don't feel like doing that. But when you really take the approach that you are lucky to be healthy enough to exercise, lucky enough to walk, to stretch, to do anything that, right. you know, maybe that could get you out there. I've been doing yoga. I've been getting Jason to do yoga too. By the way, yoga with Adrian is amazing. She's oh awesome. Oh my God. It's free Shout online. out to you, Adrian. If you ever hear this, which I don't know if you will, I, <laughs> I would totally love for will. you to hear. She, you know what? What if she does hear? What if Adrian, she does? We yeah, love we want you. you on as a guest. Thank you. She's such a special spirit it's insane oh my god yeah she has built her whole career on serving others and getting people way before all this mess uh getting people to do yoga at home as just a daily practice and she still offers she has millions and millions of subscribers on youtube but she still offers free yoga all the time you can even become a member i think it's like ten dollars a month and you can get some special stuff. But she is really a special person because she could have totally cashed in even more like, hey, I just want to make money. But oh, she yeah. is totally focused on helping others. And that really is how you find your dharma and right. how you really live the best life you can by serving others, but through a joy of your own. As everyone keeps telling me, abundance follows joy. So you find your joy. True that. True. Amen, sisterhood. Would you say right then I hit it out of the park? <laughs> oh my God. That's um, so good. I was just going to do a side note. Speaking of baseball and the Dodgers who won the World Series, Justin Turner shaved his beard down, and I have to say he looks pretty handsome. He's another person that I would like to have a guest on our show. That would be incredible. Yeah, he he is a he's such a solid person like universally just kind and has like uh foundations that are beyond helping this planet and some of the people in it. But yeah, aside from that, he is a good-looking chap, I must say. He sure is. <laughs> so Justin, when you listen to this, please reach out I that, sort of, that sort of leads into uh, my next thing here. Hold on one second. It's the Cuz I Have To podcast. And it's time for It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. And I'm going to ask Jason Friday five questions so we get to know him better. Are you ready, Jason? Oh my God, yes. Um, okay, since we were just talking about Justin Turner, if you could have sex with one celebrity, who would it be? <laughs> Justin Turner. <laughs> You like the redheads? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> I'm going with Tom York from Radiohead. Okay, hold on. Wait. 
<laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> you already chose yours. <laughs> All right, next. First concert. First concert I've ever gone to? Oh my god. The biggest concert that I Not had the biggest. ever the first. Oh, Okay. Oh my god, I don't My first don't. This is going to make me sound 100. <laughs> Linda Ronstadt. Oh I was god. I was literally I don't know, maybe in kindergarten or first grade and my friend Susie, who's now Raleigh. Uh, she changed her name. Um, her mom took us to see Linda Ronstadt, and I love the song "Don't You Make My Brown Eyes Blue" because I always wanted blue eyes, and really my eyes are kind of greenish. Yeah, they're so like it's hazily confusing. Green. I guess my first concert, which I could barely remember, was probably Tina Turner because oh. uh, my quote-unquote uncle was her guitar player for 25, 30 years, something like that. Jim, what's up, buddy? Love you, nice. miss you, man. Yeah. So I would say that. One. I guess that was it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next question. Yes. If you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Italia. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I think I would go to Italy as well. Yeah, there's... Amalfi yeah. Coast. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's 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 calling and yet, our names. this is, of course, COVID's <laughs> gone, and we're all living a great life, and Jason and I are in Italy, which we were supposed right. to go to this year. Yeah, we were supposed to be there. But the universe had different plans. We'll see you soon, Italia. <laughs> see you soon, Italia. Okay. Hey, mambo. Okay, go ahead. You're five years old. What do you say to yourself? Man. Uh, <laughs> be careful with your injuries. <laughs> be careful with mountain biking when you're much older. I mean, you know, it's a... Uh, no, seriously, I mean, maybe. I, again, I haven't gotten injured many times, but when I have gotten injured... the t Excuse me. The times that I have been injured in my life have been full-on, all-in, severe. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, I would tell myself, you can be anything you want. Race car driver, scientist, go for a girl and don't listen to anybody. That's a good one. I, and by I mean, the way, when you're working four hours as a DJ, make sure you focus on all your other passions. That's enough. Yeah, one. right. Yeah. That, no, I, I would. That's a good one, too, for sure. There's one more question. When you were a kid, what career did you want to do? Honestly, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. Oh, wow. Yeah. What stopped that you? Was, uh, music. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, music you know got what, a darn music got in the way. Okay, I guess I guess even before skateboarding and snowboarding and all that, it was probably acting just because I did do all that. You know, singing, dancing, acting, triple threat type shit. Um, I always wanted to um, win an Oscar, and I used to do my Oscar speech into a brush. That's I never did that, but I like oh. that. I, I <laughs> wish I did that, but I wasn't. Uh... But then when I was in college... I did some acting. I was in a few plays. I like and, it. And um, I played the lead in Bus Stop, which is the part Marilyn Monroe played. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I realized that I liked music more, so music took away my dreams as well. <laughs> well, that I mean, no, seriously, though, I probably started doing the whole singing, dancing, acting thing when I was seven or eight, and I probably did it till I was 13. Oh, right. And Why don't I've... you tell the great people your 
big claim to fame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, probably between the age of 11 and 13. I can't, I don't know when it was around there. Uh, I was, I had the opportunity to be Ryan Gosling's double in his first movie which was called Mojave Frankenstein at the time, and they changed it to Frankenstein and Me. So anytime you see... Uh, his body. <laughs> anytime you see his Did body... Did you have to be naked at all? Uh, no, he was not that uh, exquisite like he is now. <laughs> the funniest thing about that story, isn't it, that uh, they made you dye your hair blonde, like a bleach blonde? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they basically told us yeah, you got to bleach your hair because they were like, oh, he has brown hair? Me. Oh, he, Jason has brown hair? Okay, you got to bleach it. We're like, okay. So I show up looking like uh, the freaking Joker because Ryan Gosling had dirty, blonde, light brown hair. <laughs> I was like, so this is great. So you showed up with platinum blonde hair and it didn't even look like him. <laughs> yeah. Did they make you wear a wig? Did they change your hair color? No, I think they were able to use uh, a lot of the scenes were at night too, so they were able to cover it up a little bit. But any scenes that were in the day, I'm pretty sure they were able to do some type of a color correcting. Obviously, yeah. this was back in 1937, so <laughs> technology was different. <laughs> are you and Ryan still great friends? We are, yeah, yeah. We hang out. Grab When's beers. he coming over? Because if he comes over, I'm going to change my sex with the celebrity choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Sorry, know. I'll Tom. find no problem. Hey, maybe he could be on the podcast too, right? <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. I like our little segment. I know. That was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap this up. I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. I know this Thanksgiving isn't exactly how you thought it would be, but what yeah. if it is exactly how it's meant to be? Man. Think about that for a second. Even me thinking about it gives me a little chilly willies. Because that's <laughs> there you the go. truth. <laughs> <laughs> and gratitude is the attitude, is my point. You find out the best in life is being grateful. Like being grateful for the water you drink. Being grateful for breathing. Being grateful for being alive. And I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah. What's that? No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, and I'm grateful for you, Jason. I'm grateful for you, Julie. Oh, Bird. thanks. And I'm grateful for all of our listeners. Absolutely. We're, we are grateful for each other, our listeners, our family, friends, colleagues. And even a couple of jerks out there. And even a few jerks. You know what? We are grateful you know for you, you too, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we host this podcast because we Because we have to. I love you. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To podcast. Don't miss an episode by clicking subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Share the show with your friends. And if you dug what you heard, leave us a great review. And if you know somebody living their dharma, because they have to, and you think they'd be a great guest, email us at cuzihavetopodcast at gmail.com. Till next time.